recently released The Grandfather Paradox, the author being Javier Albarracín, one of the greatest audio short stories currently available, giving a new look at the Grandfather Paradox and time travel itself. This insight is to what the paradox relates to and comes in a dark story straight from the suburbs of Illinois. Robert had just won the lottery. He wasn't like other people that won it. No lavish lifestyle. He wasn't gonna move from his neighborhood or buy a car. It wasn't a bad life in a small house in the suburbs of Illinois. He was kept busy with his passion, time travel research. He had an obsession with traveling to the past. He studied history at Cambridge, which didn't make much time for his life. Uh, so he had become estranged from his family during an internship at a media company that made history videos. It went under two months in. Things were going too well in his life, but if Robert was anything, he was hopeful. He started buying lottery tickets about three years before where we are, monthly. And in an odd stroke of luck for him, he won a million dollars. This allowed him to quit looking for any part-time gig he could find and focus on the research that really mattered to him. He worked almost aimlessly for a while before deciding to take a rest from work. While taking a walk around the area, something he rarely did, he noticed a gym. Figuring a healthy distraction would do him well, uh, he started a membership right then and there. This was really good to clear his mind, and he found himself working for hours on end and actually making progress. The occasional natural bird sound or click didn't wave his attention. One thing, however, that did cause him momentary worry uh, was a hard sound uh, down the hall. This worried him as he lives in a quiet neighborhood. Armed with an old revolver he bought himself in a fluke years ago, he wandered down the hall. You may have guessed our man here is mildly autistic from what we've seen until now. His reaction to his own dead body on the step of his corridor supports just that. There was no fear in his eyes, but intrigue. He wasn't startled, but immediately recognized that that was him. Although with grayer hair and an age perplexion, unmistakably Robert. This incited a few ideas in Robert's mind, namely that he is successful in solving the quarrel of time travel. That has been his dream for many years, but it's a double-edged sword. Robert now knows his fate, and he cannot deny that it is set in stone. While searching the body, he finds a phone, his phone. On it, he has access to documents that allowed him to build a time machine. It was fascinating. You see, Robert was trying to find a way to bring your physical body back in time. But this machine uses small wormholes to send data to the past and recreate your body back then. It was brilliant. Robert seemed unfazed by the revelation of his fate. He was excited. He got to building right away with the plans and didn't bother with prototypes and animal tests. He figured his past self must have dealt with that. Soon it was done, as for it was easy for him to read and understand his own diagrams and instructions. Not for one second did he question his fate, nor did he seek riches beyond the privilege of time travel. He was a simple man, an obsessed man, and now arguably the most powerful one in the world. It wasn't long before Robert forgot the time at which he started. As for him, time was like a city, where he could reside wherever he pleased. He had no obligation to return to his time. He went to Normandy in 1944, New York in 2008. He witnessed the assassination of Franz Ferdinand and saw the moon landing on TV. And New York in 2008, and he saw the moon landing on TV. And he went to Normandy in 1944, and Normandy in 1944, and he saw the assassination of Franz Ferdinand 
uh, and Normandy in 1944, and he witnessed Normandy in 1944 and Normandy in 1944. Robert started forgetting the simple things, and then the not-so-simple things. He forgot the layout of his home, the places he had been to, even his name at a point. Randall's personality was different. He was depressed, he lost, and afraid of every sound. He became violent, committing unspeakable acts uh, against past populations merely for satisfying his godly rage. And when that no longer cut it, he became suicidal. Richard Triff traveled back in time to where his home was using the memory of the machine, as his own was incapable of recalling such details. He saw red. Remington stumbled into his own house, he didn't recognize it, but eventually he found his office, and he was in it. He stood behind himself, raised his Orbea revolver, and without a second thought, dazed with rage, he pulled the trigger. There was a click. He pulled again, followed by yet another click. Clearly, his revolver was unloaded, not that he could remember if he loaded it or not. Rowan walked back downstairs, and decided to come back shortly, this time with a loaded gun. A month passed, and he had an idea. He would sneak into his own house uh, in the past, and shoot his past self with his revolver. So, he armed himself, stumbled, blind with anger, into his home, found the office, and shot, to the sound of another click. Rhett would unwillingly repeat this plan several times, until he had no more will to do so. At the step of his own corridor, he would stab himself and fall dead to the ground, followed by that loud bang. We have a few questions for you, Albert. Mm -hmm. So, the character changes throughout the story, as you as you may know, mostly regarding his personality and memory. Why? Why does this happen? Okay, so for this, uh, we need to we need to think more about uh, the time machine itself, uh, and essentially, very very basically, uh, it transfers uh, like material data from one point to another. Yes. The theory behind it is that something happened to that data uh, and that started affecting his uh, chemistry in his brain which essentially started causing him to uh, lose memory uh, yeah. become depressed you know that and things like that because it was altering the chemical balance of his brain okay fair enough so we know that in the story you've explained it like pretty in depth but could you briefly summarize what is the grandfather paradox so the grandfather paradox is really what the story is all about um, essentially, it's the paradox of if say that uh, uh, your current self goes back in time to kill your grandfather. Well, the grandfather wouldn't be able to have uh, your mother, or your father to have you. Therefore, you wouldn't exist. Therefore, you wouldn't be able yeah. to go and kill your grandfather. Uh, and the way that this is applied in the story is that the character becomes suicidal, so he decides to uh, go to the past and kill himself in the past. Of course. However, obviously, this can't happen, right? And so we see the character trying to uh, to kill his uh, past self as if it was another person, but he he always fails, and he always fails because it's simply impossible, and the universe cannot let let this happen. Yeah, I see. So in regards to the uh, character going back to kill himself, how does he do this, and how does the machine work? Okay, so I I, I covered this uh, a little bit in the first question, and essentially more in depth. 
the machine is almost like a capsule. Uh, yeah. The character goes into the capsule, and you have a series of uh, lasers and sensors. And what they do is they make a 3D map of every single atom in your body. I see. And so they take all the data in your body, um, compress it, and then what they do is with a system of wormholes, uh, transfer that data back to the past. And in the past, it's then you you are then reconstructed um, in the past with the same data that I you see. are with the, in the future. And so, but as it's scanning you, it destroys you. And oh. so... I see. And so all, all that, you know, that material and that uh, information goes back to the past. And so you better hope that it's correct, right? Because if it's incorrect, well, yeah, as we course. see what happened, things of go Of course, bad. as in the first question, exactly. the character did change their story. Yeah. Uh, I see. Well, thank you very much for coming yeah, on thank the you. show. Thank you for letting me on. Appreciate it.